Hey, my monkeys, what's up? This is the Arm Date Podcast, and you're listening to Uncle Silverback. Today is Sunday, the 1st of May, 2011. You guys don't forget out there, next week is going to be Mother's Day. Do something nice for your mother or for your wife. Well, let's see. Uh, You know, the last few shows, we've talked quite a bit about firearm stuff, and I'm kind of going to go away from that a little bit. Uh, I had had mentioned that I had gotten some boots off of eBay, and they turned out to be women's boots and were too small for me. And uh, we got a little bit of feedback. I got some stuff from Brad uh, that he did on a voicemail, and then we've got an email that Jack sent in with his experience on uh, the actual Corcoran boots, which is what I have. Uh, but the ones that I have are a, a field boot, and uh, they're a 10 wide, but they're a women's shoe. So, of course, they're too small for me to put my feet into. Uh, and, and sometimes on when you're looking at some of the uh, different manufacturers of boots, they'll make them maybe a half size too large or, uh, or sometimes even a size too large so that if you needed to, you could accommodate maybe warmer socks in there. Uh, a lot of times on the, on the boots, if you've got them, they're a little bit big. You can uh, you can put in different insoles and things like that, and uh, or sometimes wear maybe a, a liner sock and, and a real thin sock, and that'll kind of help you uh, do them. But anyway, uh, I think I'm going to throw these up on eBay maybe here in a couple of three weeks. But before I did that, I I wanted to make sure to give anybody who maybe would want to uh, email me and say, hey, if they're interested in it, these would be, they look pretty much brand new. The the heels have a little bit of wear on them and they've got their vibram sole and the the leathers and everything, or or the uppers, excuse me, are all leather and everything. I think the boots would last uh, for years, especially, and it's also got the type of sole that can be if you wear the heels out or the soles out, you can resole them. So they would, they should last you quite a while. But anyway, if anybody's interested in them, uh, since they're a women's shoe, and I think I talked about this before, the women's shoe uh, usually will be narrower, especially narrower in the heel. So uh, if somebody out there has a daughter who would fit into those, or if they had a, um, a younger son who who's, uh, maybe wears like a size, oh, I don't know, probably eight or something, um, that they would want to have, and you can you, know, you could use them for that. Um, like I said, if they if they were if they were to fit me, I would consider them to be a real good purchase and good quality. So uh, they're just unfortunately the wrong size. And like I said, there's no even though they're the women's boot, there's really no difference. And I think they're just maybe a little narrower. Um, now let's see. Before we gonna go any further, let's go ahead and do our contact info real quick. If you want to email me, uh, either with um, reviews or comments or questions or suggestions for the show, you can do that at uh, Firearm. Not, oh man, <laughs> Firearms Cafe. That's my other one. At uh, thearmedape at gmail.com. All one word, thearmedape at gmail.com. Uh, or if you want to call in and uh, leave something for the show, leave some feedback, uh, you can do that at 206. 206- 339-3266 is our voicemail number again 206-339-3266 uh, let's see now some of you guys may have noticed that we had a little bit different music playing in the background and that was a song uh, Kung Fu Fighting and the reason I played that 
was because I, I wanted to uh, read you guys an article that uh, I, I came across on Reason.com. And uh, I couldn't believe it. You know, a lot of times we talk about uh, the freedoms and liberties that are getting eroded in this country. And uh, especially when we're talking about firearms and things like that, we look to uh, countries like England, some of the places where they've had real super draconian uh, gun laws. And we, from, especially from our standpoint, we really see that they've lost pretty much all right to privacy. They've lost, uh, of course, they, they have really no type of rights as far as when it comes to owning a firearm. Uh, you're you're totally at the discretion of the state. Now, I do think in England, and if I've got some English listeners and you guys know, let me know. I think you guys can still own certain long guns. I know I'm pretty sure nobody over there can own a handgun, but I think some people may be able to own a shotgun or a rifle. Um, I, again, I don't know on that. I I don't really know anybody over there anymore. Um, but if I've got any listeners that are there, or if you have maybe somebody who lives here in the States or in Canada or, or anywhere, anywhere, if you know kind of what some of their stuff is, let me know. Uh, and I think you, but you really have to jump through quite a bit of hoops and you have to have just cause for it. Um, I don't know if they have even uh, um, marksmanship or shooting clubs or anything like that over there. Uh, if, if they do, I'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, like I said, so if anybody over there lives over there, uh, or has friends that live over there, uh, kind of ask them what the situation is there and uh, report back to us on the show. So anyway, let's go ahead and jump in. And uh, I'll put a link to this article, which, uh, like I said, I had got um, that came to my attention from um, from Reason.com. And uh, I think they may have even got this stuff off of uh, maybe MSNBC. Uh, but anyway... It says police arrested a singer on racism charges after a man reportedly of Chinese descent complained about his performance of the song Kung Fu Fighting. Simon Ledger, and this is the guy that uh, was, was doing the song, 34 years old, told Britain's The Sun newspaper that he and his band were performing the 1970s classic at the Driftwood Beach Bar on the Isle of Wight uh, off the southern coast of England. But Ledger told the son an Asian man walking by with his mother hurled an expletive and made an obscene hand gesture at the performers during the Sunday afternoon performance and then took a photo with his cell phone. Um, let's see, quote, We hadn't even seen them when we started the song. He must have phoned the police. The son quoted him, uh, meaning Simon Ledger, as saying, The man claimed that he was subjected to racial abuse. Police told BBC News and complained to the police the same evening. Ledger told the son that the police called him later that evening while he was eating at a Chinese restaurant to arrange a meeting. And it was at that meeting that the police arrested him. BBC uh, reports said that police released Ledger after his arrest, intending to question him further at a later date. Uh, I guess this is a quote from the police. An investigation into this allegation is continuing to establish the full circumstances surrounding what happened. End quote. A Hampshire a constabulary spokesman told the network. Uh, and then there was kind of a little bit of a follow-up article uh, where they contacted the actual composer of the song. And uh, the, the composer of the song 
is a gentleman by the name of Carl Douglas. And um, he was quoted as saying, uh, Carl Douglas described the decision to arrest Mr. Ledger as political correctness gone mad because the song was not racist. Uh, the arrest is a little unbelievable because there's no racism in the song. Douglas, who is now 68, said, It's very strange indeed. Um, and, and if you listen to the song, basically what the song is about, uh, and I'm sure most of you guys uh uh, I, I don't know if you've ever really paid attention to the to the actual lyrics, but what the song is basically about is his admiration for the kung fu films of the 70s, uh, which when he wrote the song, which I believe in 74, uh, 74, 72, something like that, um, that's when a lot of those, the, the Bruce Lee movies and a lot of the Shaw Brothers stuff, uh, a lot of Golden Harvest movies were out. Uh, and it was just, you know, a huge wave that was sweeping, not only, you know, here in the States, but also in England and throughout the world. Uh, you know, uh, guys like Bruce Lee, guys like Sammo Hung, um, Gordon Liu, you know, all those guys were uh, were basically superstars, especially over in, in Hong Kong. Uh, so anyway, I'll, like I said, I'll put two links to, the, uh, links to those, and you can kind of um, follow up a little bit on there. It'll be interesting to see... Uh, you know, maybe what actually happens to this guy. But, you know, it, from our standpoint here in America, man, it just, you know, it, it it's so wrong on so many different levels, you know, that that you would not be able to to sing a certain song, that you uh, that you wouldn't be able, that, and also that the police, that someone would call the police because of that, and that the police would then, number one, follow up on it, but then number two, actually arrest the guy. Not that they're saying, oh, you're, we're just kind of doing an, uh, an investigation and you're an investigative lead. They actually arrested the guy. So now the guy is going to have uh, a record. And I don't think the guy had ever, uh, had, had ever um, in some of the research I was doing, I don't think he had ever been arrested before. Uh, another thing that was interesting, uh, and, and you'll see this in one of the links, that said that... Um, uh, let me read this part here. Uh, Simon Ledger said he was still in shock after he was reported to the police for singing the song, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the bar manager who had to give a statement to police said, It's mind-boggling. It was a very relaxed atmosphere in the bar with lots of families with children here. And then there's a, a little quote, and it says, The CCTV showed a Chinese man making abusive gestures. Simon, who's the, 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 uh, the singer, just waved him away, but he... But the guy returned, uh, and it seemed, uh, quote, it seems clear that the man was generally aggrieved about something, but this is just crazy. Uh, said Simon often sings the song Kung Fu Fighting. Uh, now, again, there's a, kind of that little, uh, kind of a throwaway thing is those CCTV, so the, the closed-circuit television that are basically everywhere, in, in uh, especially in London. Um, you know, you really, uh, over there, you really have no privacy. Then I think they say that, that the average English person appears on over 300, uh, 300 of those CCTV cameras uh, on a daily basis, so that from the time that you go out, and I'm sure there's lots of them that look into people's backyards, uh, you know, uh, just a, and to me, from my standpoint, it's just a huge invasion of privacy. Uh, but anyway, I thought you guys might find that uh, that kind of thing interesting. Uh, do a little bit more research. If I if I uh, find anything else out about 
kind of uh, what is what eventually is going to happen with this guy. I'll let you guys know. Uh, let's kind of get back to the boots, and I'll read an email that I got from uh, from Jack, and uh, he sent in a thing, and he actually had uh, uh, some some of the jump boots, and he also had the combat boots, or maybe I guess they're, I don't know if they're the, they're the same thing as the field boots, but anyway, uh, Jack wrote in and he said mine were original Corcoran jump boots. Uh, for him, I said they ran narrow and small. I wore an 11 wide in combat boots and got 12 wide in jump boots. Uh, they were tight on the width and very difficult to break in. Uh, so uh, from his experience on there, uh, you know, I, I think probably I would just, for me, I would probably just order, again, just a size 10 um, uh, from the, from some of the other research that I've done online most people for them say that they have a a uh, they run about a half a size big everybody says that the width is right but Jack may have a little bit larger foot I kinda have a just probably like a regular size 10 foot maybe a little bit on the narrow size uh, so I think probably um, if I just get if I just order my regular size I think that they'd be fine, uh, especially since, I, like I said, I have a little bit more of a narrower foot. Uh, so I, I don't, I don't, if they were kind of tight on somebody that has, let's say, maybe an average to a little bit wider foot, they'll probably fit me just fine. So uh, thanks for sending that in, Jack. Hey, Tony, Brad from West Michigan. <clears throat> hey, I was commenting uh, on your... Uh quest for a pair of boots for hiking and whatnot. Um, I used to work for a large footwear company for about 10 years. I didn't develop the shoes, but I worked uh, close to some of the people who did. <clears throat> and I can give you a couple brand recommendations that I think you should uh, take a look at. Uh, number one <clears throat> would be Bates, B-A-T-E-S. I know we had a lot of government contracts, military contracts law enforcement contracts as well as fire department contracts uh, with uh, those Bates boots. Um, not sure right now in their lineup if they'll make something that would be good for hiking or not, but uh, it's something to take a look at. The brand, though, that I would really highly recommend um, is Merrill, uh, M-E-R-R-E-L. Um, Merrill boots and shoes are phenomenal. Uh, they're made exceptionally well. You're going to pay a little bit more, I think, than some other brands. I'm not sure what you're used to paying or what you're looking at paying for them, what your budget is, but uh, Merrill Boots. I've owned um, – I was fortunate enough to get uh, a pair of their <clears> – <throat> excuse me, top-of-the-line uh, wilderness boots. They're called Merrill Wilderness. They're Italian leather hiking boots. Um, you know, I was at the right place at the right time and knew the right person, but uh, – um, wow, those things are uh, 11 years old now, and uh, I had them resold about two years ago from a, a shoesmith out on the East Coast that was recommended to me by the uh, president of Merrill Footwear at the time, and uh, they're like new, and uh, if you can get 11 or 12 years out of a boot that you wear quite a bit, I'd say that's pretty good, so <clears throat> Merrill boots are fantastic. You'll find that some of them are insulated, some aren't. They have all different kinds of boots there to fit pretty much any kind of hiking, backpacking uh, need. Just a couple of recommendations for you to check out. We'll talk to you later. Have a good one. Bye. Hey, Brad. Thanks for sending those in. You know, I've tried the um, the Bates before, 
and I didn't care for them. They just didn't they didn't seem to fit my my foot right, if you kind of know what I mean. Um, and what I'm looking for, I went and I also looked at the um, the Merrill. I went on and looked at their website. But what I'm kind of looking for is maybe probably about like a 10 inch boot, something that will come up a little bit higher, so I can have a little a little bit more ankle support. Uh, and I want something that's all leather. And it looks like there was a couple on there that were all leather. Uh, but for what I was, and this is on the Merrill, but from what I was looking for, uh, they didn't go high enough off. Um, and I can usually find the, the Corcoran boots. Oh, it seems like if you kind of hunt and peck around, you get them for, uh, if you're lucky on the auction, maybe $30, $40, something like that. You know, and this is, would be adding in, in, um, uh, and shipping and stuff so I think I'll probably try those again um, but I may check out the Merrill's the price range they're a little you know they're a little pricey but you know a, a good point about some of those shoes and one of the things I like about uh, the, the Corcoran that I was looking at is a lot of them are made to where they can be resold uh, a lot of the stuffs when you look a lot of the shoes that when you look at them in boots you can't there's really no way to resole them um you know they're not sewn on or tacked on or anything like that uh now there was another pair that i was looking at and i was looking at them off a of sportsman's guide but they didn't have my size in and they've they've got them recently and i'm thinking about maybe just kind of oh uh you know kind of taking a gamble and i think they're like 30 bucks or something like that But you know, I I don't know. They're uh, they're actually Austrian Army military boots. They're big. They look like they're big, pretty heavy ones, and it looks like they can be resold. Uh, but again, I don't I don't know how much that is or what that all entails. Um, but I know it's important. You know, if you want to have some boots that are going to last you for a while. Uh, but anyway, if I'll I'll, uh, I'll do a link to those uh, as well. Uh, to those boots over at Sportsman's Guide now. Kind of on that related subject, I've had really good luck with the stuff that I've gotten from Sportsman's, uh, not Sport, is it Sportsman's Guide or Sportsman's Warehouse? Let me think. Sportsman's Guide. Um, and I've had some really good, some really good luck on those, uh, on everything that I've gotten from them, uh, the stuff that I've gotten from them. Uh, I've talked about it before with some of the jackets and, and, uh, those winter pants that I got, uh, the, on the pants, like I told you guys before, they, those were used and they kind of looked used. They weren't ripped or torn or anything, but somebody had probably used, uh, some duck, not duck, yeah, some duct tape to maybe write their name or something that had been taken off. So the adhesive was in, on the inside of the pant, but I was able to, uh, uh, use some the, uh, some of that adhesive release spray, threw them in the wash in a couple of times, and boom, they came out looking brand new. And in fact, on uh, if you go over on the Facebook fan page under Armed Ape, I've got a picture of those of of those pants on there uh, that I uploaded. You know, that's another thing with Facebook. I had all these intentions of doing all this other stuff, but uh, I don't know. Like everything else, kind of like Facebook and Twitter, it's kind of cool at first, and then you sort of like, eh, you know. Um, it, it, it is kind of a neat way to sort of, at a glance, be able to kind of see what some people are doing. But, uh, and I use it primarily just for the show. Uh, so anyway, kind of getting back to those boots, those uh, 
they call them ranger boots um, and they look like they're a, a pretty robust they look like they'd be pretty heavy boot uh, so I don't know I may I may pull the trigger on those and get them what I think I'm gonna do first though is maybe look for another pair of those uh, Corcoran field boots and this time I'll make sure that they're that they're men's boots and not women's boots and uh, maybe get a pair and try those out and, you know and the good thing is if I don't like them I'll just I'll pop them back I'll, I'll pop them up on eBay and and uh, probably at least get what I paid for them so alright let's see I think that's about all the feedback we've got for today um, bop, bop, bop. I don't think there's too much other stuff um, you know we talked about and I've talked about on previous shows you know the uh, as far as the government and stuff goes as far as uh, you know trying to balance the budget and all this other stuff on what's going on uh, and again there's tons of good stuff out there if you can go to some of the uh, the alternative uh, news sites and things like that reason is a good one that I like to go to uh, you get a lot of stories that you just don't hear uh, and they link to other things and uh, you know if you look if you're looking at like MSNBC or even you know the, the kind of their their opposite which would be Fox both of those guys have agendas, um, and especially once you once you start kind of looking at some of the alternative stuff, and then they're backing stuff up, and they're actually doing some good journalism, you really kind of see just how biased uh, that the mainstream media is, and uh, how they've all got their own agendas and what they want to do. And I've seen a lot of stuff on Fox where they talk about things where it's totally wrong, or you can tell that they're totally uh you know trying to to slant things in a certain way so anyway uh, kind of enough of that yeah i'd say go out there and, and uh really kind of look around now i'm gonna do kind of a little mini review on uh i can't remember if i talked about it on on uh, the last show or not but uh, anyway i've got a playstation 3 and i bought that after kind of doing a lot of research and a lot of um looking at different things originally i wanted to get uh, a blu-ray dvd player our old player was pretty much shot and i wanted to get a uh, uh something that if eventually stuff goes to more towards blu-ray um, that might be able to you know play those discs and all that stuff so and i also wanted now most of the blu-ray players also are are have are have some type of streaming capability so they can stream netflix or youtube or this or that and uh, at the price point I was looking at, I ended up paying a little bit more when I got the PlayStation 3, but I felt I got more, uh, kind of more bang for my buck, so to speak. Uh, I ended up getting the PlayStation 3, and it's got the, their Netflix thing. It's also got a, a Hulu Plus, but Hulu Plus you have to pay for. Well, of course, you have to pay for Netflix as well, but I was already paying for Netflix. Uh, and then it's also, of course, it's got a, a, a Blu-ray player. Uh, which it does really well. It also up-converts um, a lot of my old DVDs and everything. It plays those really well. They look all they all look really good on on uh, on our TV. And, uh, and it's also a game system. And the the one that I bought, I it was a package where you got the Move controller, uh, which is uh, you get a regular kind of handheld controller, and they're wireless, which is nice. And then you've got the Move one, which is uh, it's got kind of a uh, 
a light on the end of it, and then that way you can do stuff. And it came with a, uh, oh, like a championship sports package or something like that. And my daughter kind of likes doing some of that stuff. And there's also some kind of neat games that I can get for her. So I figured for what I could get, that I would be able to get a Blu-ray player, a gaming console, and a streaming device that was pretty good. You know, all for uh, all for that for a, a relatively decent price. Um, now, as a player, as a as a uh, uh, a streaming thing, there was some stuff that said that it was a little spotty as far as how their wireless connectivity and everything went. I hadn't had I didn't have any problems with setting it up. Uh, I didn't have any I don't have any problems with it streaming. Um, there, like I said, there were some people that complained about it. Um, now, I, I guess what had happened was there was an old Netflix interface, and now there's kind of a new one. Uh, and I've got the newer one, which I, I, it looks like from the stuff that I was watching on YouTube, it looked like the other one was a little bit more user-friendly. But, you know, this is what I got. And it's not bad as far as being able to um, basically when you when you pull up the Netflix things, it loads up probably in about oh, 10 to 15 seconds. That's uh, right around there. So it loads up really quick. It streams in really well. Uh, now, not everything on that does also stream in HD, and it can do the 5.1. So that was another reason that I looked at getting that. Uh, and I'd say as a streamer, as a streaming player, boy, it, it does really, really well. Not all the all the movies that you can stream and all the stuff that you can stream is going to be in high definition. The stuff that is, it looks fantastic. Uh, I have had any problems with it really dropping. It's only um, oh on a couple of occasions. It's got to where it'll it'll kind of have to retrieve it. It's sort of dropped the signal, but it re it retrieves it real quick. It's not like it drops it and then I've had to kind of reboot the whole system. Um, and like I said, the high the high definition stuff looks really good. The standard definition stuff looks good. I've watched a lot of kind of the older movies uh, that are just going to be in, in standard definition, and they look good. Now, um, when it first loads up, one of the things that it does is it'll be kind of pixelated a little bit, but then as it kind of, and I, for lack of a better word, sort of streams in more and kind of goes up to the next levels of, of you know popping up higher and higher uh, to the high definition. Um, what you'll get is you'll get like a low, it'll be low standard, medium standard, high standard, then it'll go low, high definition, medium, high, and then extra high. And most of the stuff that I watch on there that's high definition, it's it's either at that high or extra high level. And like I said, it looks really, really good. Uh, I think I talked maybe last time about that movie Predator Prey, and I just, I liked it a lot. Um, and, uh, it would put you in mind of um, kind of like a little bit longer, maybe a out, old Outer Limits or uh, maybe a, not necessarily a Twilight Zone, but maybe like an old Outer Limits thing. Uh, but it, just, it was just a fun thing. I was really in the mood for that. Uh, as far as some of the stuff that I've watched recently on there, uh, well, let's, we'll I'll talk a little bit about that later. But uh, So if, if we were kind of doing it, on our review status, which you know, kind of, what does this, what was this thing d designed to do, and how well does it do it? So it's designed to be a game console, a streamer, and a Blu-ray player. And it does all those things very well. Uh, what are some of the things um, that are cons about it? 
And I'll have to say that when you go and look at how they got their interface for just for you kind of streaming the net for going on and uh, looking at the internet through that, it's, it's kind of a clunky thing. It doesn't work that well. Um, also, their YouTube thing, for whatever reason, I, it doesn't stream the stuff in, in high definition. So I think they need to uh, have a better YouTube interface eventually they probably will maybe they'll have an update that i can get that i'll be able to do it but uh or maybe i'm doing something wrong so if somebody out there has some experience with the playstation 3 uh, and you get better youtube thing usually you'll you'll go on to a thing where you you go into their browse the internet and then it'll have a little youtube icon and you can click on that uh, but uh the the quality of it isn't that good and i've tried to look at youtube videos that were high def on there and it still looks really crappy so i don't know but maybe i maybe i'm doing something wrong or i don't know if there's an update or if any of you guys have heard about a youtube update thing uh, but anyway uh, what are some of the so that would be the con what would be some of the improvements i'd like to see made by the company and that would be it a better uh, just overall internet interface um, one thing that would be nice is if they would include a small remote. You don't get a remote, so you have to sort of use your uh, game controller. And I think, uh, now they do make a remote, and I think it's probably 20 bucks or something like that. So I'll probably order one. Um, but it does make it a little, it's, it's a little clunky when you're trying to do stuff. Um, and with the DVDs, you know, you sort of have to, the controls are a little different for the DVD when you're playing a DVD as it is when you're doing the streaming and things like that. So, um, let's see. Uh, would there be any improvements that, that or any modifications that I could do? And for me, there's not going to be anything that I could do to make it to make it better. So, that's kind of my little mini review on that. If I've talked about this before, like, uh, uh, sorry, you just got a, I guess, a double dose of that review. Um, but I can't remember if I have or I haven't. But anyway, bottom line is would I recommend this uh, for somebody? And I would say, yeah, I think it's a really good system. Um, we, uh, Some of my cousins have a Wii and they brought that over uh, about a week or so ago. And uh, I, with the Wii, I don't think it's a player. And I don't think it's, I don't know if you can stream on that or not. I don't know if they have the, um, the applications and stuff like that. Now, supposedly there's the Xbox which I had an old Xbox and I never got the 360 or anything like that. Uh, and I guess, I think you can stream on that as well. So, But anyway, um, like I said, I would definitely recommend that. It's time to whip out my pimp cane and beat some knowledge into your heads. So listen up, motherfuckers. Alright, let's go ahead and uh, I'll give you some recommendations on some podcasts that I think are pretty cool. Uh, of course, uh, from movies, you can't beat the B-Movie cast um, uh, with uh, Vince, Nick, and Mary. And uh, I always recommend those guys. Uh, right now, I think he's doing some pre-recorded stuff. And uh, that, since he's having to work kind of long hours and stuff. Um, but I think he'll be back on track maybe by the end of this month. So again, B-Movie cast, give that a listen. Also, our friend Ken, who writes into the or writes in and calls into the show, done some good reviews for us in the past. He's doing a uh, podcast called The Exoskeleton, and if you go over on iTunes, you can get it there, or you can go over to the uh, to his website 
and you can check that stuff out there. Um, it's really interesting. I've learned a lot from it. Now it's not. It's basically about invertebrates. It's not stuff that I would probably do as a hobby. But there's like a ton of knowledge that he's got. So it's really cool just to to learn something new. So even if you're maybe not going to be interested in doing that as a hobby, I would still go over there and give it a listen. Like I said, you can learn a lot of neat stuff. Uh, let's see what other stuff. Oh, there is a guy. Uh, who is doing a podcast called the New Shooter Podcast? His name is Nick, and he's got I think about three shows out now. And uh, his is a real good show. Really enjoy that. Um, his I think I was on his first episode. He did an interview with a, a filmmaker who's doing a show about women and guns. So uh, go ahead and give Nick a listen over there. And again, that's the New Shooter Podcast. Um, let's see. Um, some of the stuff that I've been uh, watching lately, and again, you know, from my review of the of the streaming thing, I've been watching a ton of stuff on Netflix, um, and kind of, and this is what I didn't go into in the review, but kind of how that works is they have a lot of stuff that is available for instant view, and so when you're pulling up the menus there, uh, you'll have the different some of the different categories, and it'll have your instant queue. And what you, what it lets you do is it lets you uh, from the instant stuff that, that you can access. It lets you um, add those to your instant queue if you want. The some of the downside on that is they only do so many movies. So let's say if they've got a thing under horror, they only give you sort of seventy five choices, and sometimes. The choices that they have under horror are going to be the same one that they maybe have under thriller or suspenseful or this or that. And then they try and tailor it for you a little bit kind of based on your ratings and everything. But uh, you don't have as much access to the to the whole stuff as you do as when you go into your computer. Um, it does have a search function so that if you're at your computer, uh, you can add stuff, of course, in and it shows up on your, on your instant queue. Um, or if you're thinking, oh, is uh, you know, is the movie The Black Cat or something, you know, from Fulci, is that is that available? And you can t you can go to the search menu, type it in, and if it's available for instant view, it has a little play triangle, and if it not, it, it'll just say you know disc only or unavailable type thing. Um, but as far as what I've been kind of watching, been watching um, a lot of uh, different things, things that I maybe wouldn't normally watch or maybe get the disc but because i've got it on instant view uh it's um you know it's much more easy just to sort of give it a shot and you know like i said another thing when i was talking about that hulu plus and what hulu does for you, you guys that aren't familiar hulu is a thing where they have tons of different oh tv shows oh my god and um they uh they'll have a a lot more of the more recent episodes and things like that now with hulu you you, you do get commercials with them um but they um i think they're also available now through xbox so if you've got an xbox and and i know like there's the the thing for the hulu plus uh but it's like a $10 subscription and for right now Oh, I don't know that I would be willing to kind of pay that. Um, you know, we've we've still got our regular cable, uh, but I could see as these things kind of get more, as as they get more and more content, that if you could, uh, 
you would almost do away with your cable stuff because you could, if it had enough of the shows that you liked, for probably $20, you could have a subscription to Netflix and you could have a subscription to Hulu and maybe a couple other things. So even for $30 total, and you would, you're going to save probably 20, 30 bucks over your regular cable bill. So uh, that may be something that in the future that we, we may end up doing. Um, of course, they're only going to get better as time goes on. Uh, now with the Hulu, like I said, the Hulu plus, I think is more for, uh, stuff like watching on your iPod or again, kind of streaming on to your, to your TV. Most of it is done through, uh, off of your computer. Although if you had a laptop and you, you could just kind of run from your laptop, you could run, um, uh, your cable from the back of the laptop into the back of your TV and probably just watch most of it on there. Um, I haven't done the Hulu Plus or anything. I've watched a few things over there. And like I said, I think even with the Hulu Plus, I still think you get some of the commercials, which is uh, which some people are going to complain about. And I don't necessarily like all the, the commercials on there, but what it does do is it does allow them, I think, to get more content because then they can... Uh, they can have the advertising stuff on there. Um, but anyway, that's kind of enough of that kind of junk. Uh, but, oh, so what have I been watching kind of lately on, uh, oh, off of Netflix? Um, oh, and that's another thing, you know, there's a lot of stuff on there too, on the instant stuff for your kids to watch. So they they have tons of uh, kid shows and and uh, things like that. So, but anyway, some of the instant stuff that I've watched, um, I watched something that was pretty cool, and it was an animation. It was done, and I don't know what they call it, um, but it was um, the type of thing that they do. Um, but it, it's it's um, it's kind of like a like if you had a comic book that kind of moved. Uh, but anyway, it's called Astonishing X Men Gifted, and it's a different it's a different style of how they do it. Um, and I can't remember the name of the style that they called it. Uh, I think it's like motion, maybe motion comic, something like that. Anyway, it's different than traditional than sort of traditional uh, animation, and it was pretty good. Um, it's broken up into about six little episodes, and it's around oh, 70 minutes or something like that. Uh, maybe a little bit longer. And it was pretty good. Um, I think I talked about there was that Halo Legends uh, that I watched a while back, which was pretty cool. Um, and there was some other stuff. Uh, oh, what was it? Um... I can't remember. It was a really kind of a neat thing. Uh, let me pull this up here and I'll see kind of what I've been watching lately. I know this is just super exciting for hearing me babble on while I'm waiting for this stuff to come up. Um, there was an interesting thing about a guy that... Uh, his name is Mark something. I can't remember his last... Mark Hogankamp, that's it. And he was attacked one night... Uh, after he left the bar and suffered brain damage. And then as part of his therapy to kind of get stuff going back, he started doing all these little dioramas and things with dolls and taking pictures of it. Uh, but And it's it's really interesting to kind of see sort of how he's 
how he's kind of coping with stuff and how he uses that and it and how the nature of his brain injury sort of changed him from the person that he was before to the person that he is now uh, and an example of that and the, oh the the thing is called Marwen call M A R W E N C O L uh but it's interesting to one of the things that happened was is that he kind of he lost a lot of his memories and he the, a lot of his memories are just photographs that he has and so he says oh i know i was married and i know i was married to this person but i don't remember any of that uh so again it's real interesting to see that um i've been watching i watched a couple of the old uh andy griffith shows which i liked as a kid growing up uh some of them are really good some of them eh. you know they're a little hokey but the especially as it gets later on in the seasons i think the show was on for about eight seasons and as it gets down into some of those lower ones, uh, probably after about the fifth season, which I think was when uh, Don Knox left, um, the show's kind of went downhill. Uh, but I watched a couple of them, and they were really, you know, really good. It kind of brought back a lot of that nostalgia and everything. Um, let's see. Don't, don't, don't. Uh, that's about, I mean, I've been watching about a a bunch of other stuff. There was a trailer park boys, which I started watching that. I didn't know if I was going to like it at first. I'm still kind of on the fence with that. I don't know that if it's, if it's going to kind of sort of be the same thing. Um, I know a lot of people really like the show, so I wanted to give it a shot. I, uh, I like it so far, but again, I I don't know if it's going to be sort of like the one one trick pony, or if they're going to kind of go further with it than what they're doing. Um, oh, I kind of stumbled across um, a thing called I think it's called TV. If, if you type in on YouTube, TV Legends, and it has a bunch of interviews um, with some of the old old kind of old school guys or the old era guys guys like comedians like Jonathan Winters that actually kind of the thing that made me think about it was when I was talking about um the Andy Griffith show was they had an interview with Don Knox and you kind of get to see him sort of not in character uh which is kind of neat you know you see him uh, as different cuz most people would know him either from the Andy Griffith show or uh, some of his old movies he did, like the Apple Dumpling Gang, and kind of that you know that nervous kind of twitchy guy, and to see him not doing that character is pretty neat. Even he was on uh, what was it? Uh, dang it, what's the name of that show? Three's Company, and he played uh, Mr. Furley. And again, it was sort of that same guy that he played, always kind of like that nervy twitchy guy. You know, he kind of made his whole his whole career out of that. Um, now, supposedly, he was on in later years. Was he on? Matlock? I don't I think he was. I don't I've never seen an episode of that. Uh but anyway, I don't know what kind of a guy he played on that, but uh I was watching part of that interview with him on that TV Legends thing. And uh, it was really it was really interesting. Um and I'll try if I can remember, I'll try and and uh do a bunch of links to that. Um other than that, I think that's going to be about it. I think I'll go ahead and wrap it up for today. I'm kind of starting to ramble on. Anyway, hope you guys got something out of this show. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. If you got a review or got questions about anything, or if you're interested in, like I said, in those boots that I've got uh, before I throw them up on eBay, uh, email me, let me, and I can I can send you a ton of pictures. I'll talk to you next time, my monkeys.
This guy's got a monkey scrotum and he's bragging about it. Oh, Teeny!